Now, the Bobby Curran Show on ESPN Honolulu. Good morning and welcome to the Aloha Friday edition of the program. And uh, it's heating up. I mean, that's a couple of wins in a row. It was Wednesday volleyball when the Rainbow Men beat Stanford. And then last night, uh, and I, it was an upset for sure because when the men beat UC San Diego, they were one of the top-ranked teams in the conference. And uh, they'll have to do it again because UC Davis only has two losses in conference. So they're also good, but I also think they're beatable. It's not impossible. So uh, Hawaii could be getting on a roll here, hopefully, and that would be a good thing. And I, I just think after being down most of that game last night, I have to tell you, I had a bad feeling in the beginning. I actually felt physically ill. I, I don't know if that was completely divorced from being ill, but it was amazing to me that Hawaii was going to start slow and, and they were going to be – kind of anemic offensively and I'll tell you what as that game went on by the time you got close to halftime it was starting to look like a different deal when they came out in the second half that was a different team I mean you were getting contributions from guys you wouldn't have expected Cody Williams was a star last night I mean he's a great athlete always has been he's a walk-on but he has the best vertical jump on the team. And this is a team with a lot of guys that can get up. But he is the best of the group. And now he's starting to develop a shot. Um, he was always a pretty good passer and a good defender. But now he was making clutch shots. And I think that that uh, Eric Glenn, the coach at UC San Diego, must have been looking like, who is this guy? Because he couldn't have – he never had scored more than two points in a game at 13 last night. I mean, he had to be in a couple of more threes. He had to be thinking, this is this has got to be some kind of imposter here. We were not game planning for this guy. And they probably didn't spend a ton of time on Ryan Rapp either, even though I've been a big fan of Ryan Rapp because he's a guy who sticks his nose in. He's all about winning. And he is improving in leaps and bounds. So there you have Javon McClanahan. He's you know, in street clothes on the bench with the injured shoulder. Don't know how serious it is. More sec, of course, is got you know his leg bandaged up and he's tore an ACL, so he's out for the season. We know that. But those guys were right there. More sec taking pictures of his teammates. I thought that was great. I mean, the one thing that has not flagged, the esprit de corps is there. And it's, it's good to see because I know that this staff, these players walking around campus, they're taking the heat. Hey, people are like, ah, these guys suck. Yeah, and, I, and they don't. They're not. They, they, someone, in fact, said to Derek Lowe on the street, he goes, these guys, they're junk. And as he said, they're not junk. This, this is a pretty decent team and has had some struggles. But I think people, it's so typical of a non-player who wants to dump all over people who are doing the work. I mean, they're working really hard, no less now than they were a month ago. 
but they're starting to get some results. They're moving people around. These are all things I think that are going to help them, you know, in future years because they're losing a lot. So they got to go get some more players. I think they're going to keep this culture because it's a good one. And anybody who watched the game last night, you had to be impressed with the Rainbow Warriors. They just they out hustled. They out they were out aggressive if there's such a thing. Uh, UC, UCSD in the second half last night. No question about it. So I would love to hear from you if you uh, if you started to come around a little bit after watching that game last night, uh, call me. I'd like to, I'd like to hear it. I, I just think you got to be. Listen, I don't mind people being critical, but you got to you got to call a spade a spade. Hawaii outplayed the best team in that conference, uh, or certainly the co-best team in the conference last night. I just think that was a magnificent performance, and to do it without more sack, without uh, Javon. McClanahan, you know what it reminded me of when Boston Celtics came to the forum? Oh, not the forum. Well, listen, how old am I? The um, it's the Staples Center, and you know everybody thought, oh my God, why are they even playing? Because AD and LeBron were out, so people just said the only thing up to grabs here is the margin. That's that's what people were thinking and saying, and it turned out not to be the case. I mean, I think people have said this, but maybe it was you pointed out, Tanner, that the Celtics, when they're not challenged, sometimes play really poorly. And, uh, and they didn't play well in that game. But that's a big win for L.A. I mean, talk about people starting to write L.A. off, and suddenly you think, you know what? On the right night, there's hope for them. Now that I think the question is going to be, can the right night be four out of seven? That that will be an interesting deal. But it just goes to show basketball's as Derek Lowe was saying this last night, basketball's a funny game. You you just you can't guarantee things. You think you can, but you really can't. And that's why I'm thinking Hawaii has a chance tomorrow night. Could well be. And that I'm hoping. I'm hoping that happens. Now, I think that's a, that's, it's a warning of sorts for a team like uh, Charlie Wade's men's volleyball team because they came back, dropped a set, came back, took the next two to win it. Uh, they got to be careful because Stanford is now a wounded animal, and I think that's, that's going to be critical. And I think that's what we don't know yet about this team. How do they, how do they respond to success? We know that they're good against adversity. What are they like against success? And I think that's going to be a key for them um, in, in t trying to pursue yet another national championship. Um, let's uh, – well, we, I, I don't have to take the time out quite yet. I'd love to hear a comment from somebody on Rainbow Warrior Basketball. I, I think it was worthy – it's worthy of comment and worthy of uh, acknowledging that they played very well last night. I mean, that's a good team. And one of the coaches said, I was talking to John McNamara after the game in the, in the team room and uh, where they go in to have a snack. And, and he just said, that's a good team. And I said, no kidding. They are, that is a good team. Some of the spin moves, every single guy on that team seemed to have that same spin move. I mean, it's quite effective because they're moving forward. They're advancing while they're spinning. And that's, Hawaii couldn't stop that very well. 
But Hawaii also didn't allow any a lot of deep shooting. I think they held Bryce Pope down, and I think he he was in single digits, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, that was that he's their best player, and that was really a good job. Oh yeah, they have good players up and down the line. I mean, that's not that's a talented team, and they don't turn it over much. And I think all of those things lead to UCSD being the team they are. You might have something you want to chip in. Please do. Uh, 808-296-1420 is the number. We're going to talk with one of the, you know, it's funny. Almost everybody I'm talking to says some version of this. You know, I think San Francisco may have the best roster, but there's something about Patrick Mahomes. I can't bet against him. And I think that's probably this good reason for that. How many people have been burnt by Patrick Mahomes sometime in the past? He is an amazingly clutch player. He does it in amazing variety of ways. You never know. He's throwing it sidearm or he's over the top or, you know, it's all kind. He's pushing it like a shot put. He does all kinds of things in the moment that you just, you know, you can't practice for that. You're going to practice for a guy throwing a shot put pass? Please. I mean, but that's the thing that he does. Now, you won't see that out of Brock Purdy. I think that's fair to say. He's a conventional. He's very good, but he's a conventional quarterback. And for that reason, I think a lot of people are going with Kansas City in the in the game. If you, have, uh, you want to make your bet public or your pick public, uh, go ahead and, uh, and dial us up. Uh, we're going to do this. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll have Marco Martinez, host of the 49ers podcast. He'll be with us right after this. Make Chili's Grill and Bar your place this Sunday to watch the big game. Check out Chili's Pearl Ridge Center, Kahala Mall, Kapolei Shopping Center, Town Center of Mililani, or Waipahu at Waikali Center. We'll be back right after this on ESPN Honolulu. Back uh, on this Aloha Friday edition of the program. Well, I'm anxious. We'll get to talk uh, to Marco Martinez. I guess I messed up the uh, time difference. Uh, it's only two hours to San Francisco, so he was expecting to come on 
uh, at 9.15, but we'll, we'll meet in the middle. Actually, we'll meet closer to, to, uh, to our time, 6.30, he's, he'll come on. And I'm, I'm anxious to see if he is going to be like most San Francisco natives are. You know, I talked to Ryan Ratke yesterday, you may have heard from Westwood One, and he just said he just thinks, you know, he, he gets why San Francisco is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. He thinks that's the way it should be. He thinks they're the best. You know, he's now this guy does only a, only NFL games now, and he does one every Sunday, and he is convinced that this is the better team. Now he also is also knows that that doesn't have much to do with winning the Super Bowl, because spectacular performances seem to be the order of the day in this thing, and so he's just said he goes. You think I would learn? to not pick against Patrick Mahomes because I've had ample evidence that this guy is a difference maker. And I that's what I'm hearing, some version of that from almost everybody. It's really amusing because I, I think it's it's quite possible that Kansas City does win this. And I also think that the San Francisco 49ers have the all-around better roster when they're healthy i think they have more weapons i what they don't have is the quarterback they they don't have the best quarterback in this game that's his, and not not to say brock purdy's not a good quarterback it's just that he's not patrick mahomes who is i mean i think that's really what you're down to here and and i'm i am really looking forward to the game on sunday um i i don't know what your traditions are <clears throat> but i'd love to hear about them do you go out do you meet with friends, go to a friend's house? Is it a set place? I mean, do you have some snacks that absolutely you can't do without? I'd love to hear about some of those things because that's the fun. That is why I think a whole nation watches the Super Bowl. I don't, not all those people are hardcore fo- football fans. A lot of them are there for the food, the party, and the talk, and the laughs. And that's cool. That's great. But uh, do you think that the number of women viewers of this game will be affected by the supposed arrival of Taylor Swift. I don't know if you guys uh, saw this today, but it was in the, uh, I I saw it online. Taylor Swift has filed a complaint against a guy uh, who's in Florida, goes to Florida State University. What this guy does is he has a tracking service so he gathers all kinds of data, puts it into a computer, and it spits out the locations of various celebrities, including Taylor Swift, or other billionaires and multimillionaires, et cetera. And they're screaming now because they think this is encouraging trollers and stalkers and all kinds of other miscreants. I, I can understand if I was Taylor Swift, I would not want people tracking my whereabouts every minute of the day. That can only lead to no good. So we'll see what happens out of this thing. He's, of course, claiming he's you know with his, in his rights, et cetera. I think I think your one person's rights stop where another's uh, is begin to be threatened. Uh, to me, that's just got to be the way it is. I know that people can talk about how wonderful it'll be if they have that, but I don't think so. I, I kind of think this is, 
you know, all you need is a tragedy, God forbid, and that's going to change the narrative on this in a hurry. And right now, there's no crime that's being committed, but I think, and he says he wants to be transparent, and, you know, I I hear that, but I don't believe it necessarily. I think the guy's name, if I'm not mistaken, is Jack Sullivan, uh, possibly, but he's he wants to uh, he wants to continue to do it. He really wants to have it to be a paid for service, but I I don't know if I can see that. I, I can really say th- there's a practical limitation to some of this stuff. Do you want the wackos that we know are in our country having the exact whereabouts of some of our famous citizens? I don't. I don't think that's necessary. Why do you need that? Why do you need to dispense that? More to the point. Interesting stuff. All right, that's we're talking about how you consume Super Bowls. I would love to hear about it. I would love to hear about the food. And uh, my son has gotten a job at a place where uh, I, I just think the, the, wing, the chicken wings are world class. I was turned on to them. They're absolutely right. And so I'm going to do some takeout wings. My wife will compile some other items. I, I kind of like the seafood stuff. Uh, not, and I can't have the sashimi anymore, which is, was always a favorite. But from cocktail or crab cocktail, that kind of stuff, always good to go. And maybe some version of the nachos. That's going to be big for me. Now, you may have a completely different thought. Anybody really do it up? I'm talking about white tablecloths, real dinner. Um, I, I tend to go with the snack food, but I don't think that means that everybody does. I remember being up at uh, Army and uh, for when Hawaii was playing Army, and I saw the parking lot and the number of elegant tailgates there were something else. And then my parents... My son, my brother played at Duke, so my parents went up to the game when when Duke played at Army, and they said they were invited to a couple of tailgates that were just off the chart. I mean, really sensational. So I, it's all how you want to do it. I think the vast majority of people probably, as far as best I can tell, do snack foods, uh, but I'm sure there's some exceptions. And I, I think some of this stuff is regional. I mean, you're not li- as likely to get gumbo in Minnesota as you are in New Orleans. I'm just saying. that's There's certain foods that have, I mean, definite regional overtones. In fact, I, maybe, I, maybe it's not too late to request some gumbo uh, today because that's a favorite. That's good stuff. Uh, if you have something, I'd love to hear it. Go ahead. Uh, give us uh, give us a little insight into your Super Bowl parties. Best one you've ever been to? I like all that stuff. So go ahead and uh, and and give us a phone a phone call and let us know what you uh, what you're thinking. And uh, you know, I I also know that I had some friends in the South. They like to hunt, and so a lot of the victuals were things that uh, had a bullet in the somewhere in them. And that was uh, prepared fresh. Well, that's great. I, I would be more inclined probably to do something on the fish line in that regard. I'm not big on the bullets and the blood and all that. But for a hunter, that's mother's milk. I mean, that's what they're going to do. 
No question about that. I don't know too many people that hunt up their Super Bowl parties, but perhaps they do, and uh, which would be kind of fun. Hey, let's do this. Shall we take the timeout? Let's take a timeout. we got to remind you that UH men's baseball coach Rich Hill and UH women's soccer coach Bud Nagamine joined Chef Zone for the first coaches cook off the coaches went head-to-head preparing dishes with chef alan wong's guidance check out the full video out now on the espn honolulu youtube page and chef zones instagram and facebook we'll be right back with marco martinez of the on the edge podcast we'll be right back after this Back to our Aloha Friday edition of this program. I want to welcome our next guest, Marco Martinez from Clutch Gene Sports. Uh, it's all about the 49ers, and I'm anxious to talk to him to see if this my theory holds. Uh, Marco, you know this already that these 49ers are a two and a half point favorite. Do you think that's legit? Hey, how's it going, Bobby? Thank you for having me on. I sure. do think that's a legit point spread. Okay, so now the people I'm talking to, a bunch of people from the California, Nevada area are telling me that they believe that the 49ers have the best roster in this game, but that they don't, they get, they're inured to betting on Patrick, against Patrick Mahomes. I can sort of understand that. Your thought? I mean, in terms of betting in Vegas, I can understand that. I mean, betting on Patrick against Patrick Mahomes a similar situation of uh, with Tom Brady. So I could understand teams and people who don't want to bet against Patrick Mahomes. But when you do have the best roster in the NFL, you deserve to be the favorite in the Super Bowl. And now when you look at the Niners roster compared to the Kansas City Chiefs roster up and down the roster, the 49ers are a little bit more stacked. Now the difference is, is the Kansas City Chiefs have the better quarterback, so therefore that's why people are afraid to bet against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. I would say, though, that the 49ers easily have the best receiving core. be hard not to I, say I, that. I would agree. Now, I would agree. When you, look at their, their, when you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, it's a bunch of receiver twos outside of Travis Kelsey, Rasheed Rice, the rookie, um, He's is the good. only one on their roster who has done much for them in the playoffs. Yeah. Outside of that, it's a bunch of receiver twos who are trying to play complimentary football for the Chiefs right now. Well, listen, this complimentary football can get it done sometimes. Here's the other thing that I think that could be uh, a little underestimated for Kansas City, Isaiah Pacheco. Now, I don't think there's any question that the best running back in this game is Christian McCaffrey. But Isaiah Pacheco can put up a pretty reasonable facsimile. I would absolutely agree. Now, the biggest thing in this game, Bobby, is going to be the whoever can stop the run. Now, when you look at the run defense for EPA, which is expected points uh, above per play, um, the 49ers are 23rd against the run. The Kansas City Chiefs are 25th against the run. So whoever can stop the run is going to win this game, whether that's Isaiah Pacheco having a big game or Christian McCaffrey having a big game. I, I truly believe this is going to be one on the defensive line of the ball. Looking at both teams, they're good against the pass. The uh, Niners are 10th against the pass in terms of EPA, 
and the Chiefs are eighth again in terms of EPA. So when you look at that, whoever can run the ball, Bobby, I think is truly going to win this game. Terms of the coaching matchup, the battle, how do you see that one? So the coaching matchup battle is very, very similar. Now, Andy Reid does have his Super Bowl rings and championships over there. I believe Kyle Shanahan's up there in the upper echelon of head coaches in the NFL. Now, when you look at defensive coordinators as well, because they're, they're going to be playing a big factor in this game, I do think Steve Spagnola um, has the upper hand on Steve Wilkes. He's has he's more he's able to adjust his game plan on the fly a little bit faster than Steve Wilkes. Um, I think he's been doing a little bit longer at a at a high rate in terms of making it difficult for quarterbacks and opposing offenses. So I definitely think the coaching matchup is very similar. Um, I think it all comes down to who has the better roster and who could win this game based off of their roster. Let me ask you where you watch the Super Bowl. I mean, especially one that you're vested in. Where, where do you go to watch it? Oh, so this this year we're going to uh, the Martinez household. We're going to be uh, spending it with the family at one of my uncle's house, uh, huh. making sure everyone's together, um, is celebrating, hopefully, a 49er Super Bowl victory. Is the uh, is the food a big feature at your uncle's place? Uh, usually, the food's a very big feature. Anytime the the Martinez family gets together, uh, that's something they t- we we type of typically like to um, go all out on. I think this year we're doing. Um, I'm not familiar, Bobby. If you're familiar with cow tongue and cow cheek, I think we're going cow tongue and cow cheek, which is um, some really good food that my grandpa makes. It's, uh, it's homemade. I'd, I'd, I'd be game. I'm not, I can't say it's uh, been a big part of my repertoire up till now. But uh, my, my wife is a fab. My mother was great at Super Bowl food. My wife is great at Super Bowl food. And my kids chip in. So this is, uh, I'm going to eat well. I know that. And uh, my son has a place of employment that has spectacular uh, chicken wings. So uh, six different kinds of chicken wings, to, uh, twi- boiled, and then they're boiled, and then they're fried, and they, oh, my goodness, they're so good, you can't believe it. I'm sure they're deathly for you, but they taste great. And and there's, needless to say, a lot of seafood here, so uh, that's always incorporated. I think, let's see if she'll go for, maybe she'll go for king crab today and go buy that today for tomorrow, or for Sunday, rather. Uh, I'm all, that definitely I'm sounds all game. like a lovely meal. Yeah, no, I'm I'm all game for that. How many people about do you th- when the Martinez's get together? Usually, Bobby, on a regular game, I would say there's about thirty to forty of us wow. uh, for the Super Bowl. For the Super Bowl, I'd probably say, depending on if everyone shows up, there will probably be roughly a hundred people, if not more. With that, that's including all the little kids running around. So it's definitely. When we all get together and we invite everyone, everyone, it's about 100, if not more. Um, so it's definitely a big gathering. It's a family gathering. It's um, Everyone's there um, to, to witness history. Um, so hopefully so there won't be any Chiefs fans in the building. Actually, Bobby, what's interesting is uh, my, my grandfather, he's from Mexico, so he's um, actually a Chiefs fan because when he was here and every, the Niners were winning with Joe Montana and everything like that, and they traded away Joe Montana to the Kansas City Chiefs, Grandpa stuck with Joe Montana, and he is a Chiefs fan. Uh, wow. Now he's, he he is a Chiefs fan, so he'll be probably the only Chiefs fan in attendance. But he he's he's all for it. He wants the, the Niners to win for his kids and his grandkids and the family. He understands that the Chiefs got us last time. So when I did speak to him, he said, "Hey, whoever wins wins." He goes, "But 
I wouldn't mind if the Niners won this time. I want to see you guys happy. That's cool. I, I think you got to like his generosity of spirit. All good. The uh, and now let me ask you this: I'm surveying various people on who they think the most likely person on each team to be MVP is. Who are you going with? On the 49ers, I do think this is a game where Christian McCaffrey could potentially go for 150-plus yards and a few touchdowns. So I think Christian McCaffrey is more likely um, than anyone on the roster to get MVP due to the way the Kansas City Chiefs defense will play the 49ers offense. On the Kansas City Chiefs side, I think it will be Patrick Mahomes, no other than Patrick Mahomes, because if they win that game, it's going to be on the legs and on the ar- by the arm of Patrick Mahomes. So that's going to be the way they get carried to another Super Bowl. It's through Patrick Mahomes. I don't see them having Isaiah Pacheco carry their offense for a super big game against the Niners defense. I, I hear what you're saying. I, I kind of think that'll be – I do think Christian McCaffrey, he's just so good, and he's so good out of the backfield. I just think he could – he could make a huge impact. And, you know, who's to say he won't get 15 or 18 touches? I personally think he should he should be around 25 touches in this game. The reason I think that, Bobby, is because looking at, I was watching the film of the Kansas City Chiefs defense. They're, they're not great against the run. Um, their lineback- I don't see any of their linebackers being able to cover Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield in the passing game. So for me, I definitely think Kyle Shanahan needs to make sure he uses the running back he traded heavy for. And this is a game where you ride that running back who has had a few weeks to prepare. Now, when you look at the Chiefs' defense, they they have not given up more than 27 points this season. They've given up 24, 24, and 27. Those are the most high-scoring games they've played. And those each of those games, Bobby, the teams that scored 24-plus on them have ran the ball for 104 times. For 464 yards, that's 4.46 yards per carry, and I think that's the recipe the Niners need to look at in order to win their sixth Super Bowl. Man, I, that will that'll be something. If they run that often, that's going to be that is going to be, I think, something people will be copying, especially when they play Kansas City. So, listen, Marco, I want you to have a great time, enjoy it with the family. And uh, say hello to your grandfather for me because that's a generous spirit right there. Thank you, Bobby, for having me on. I definitely will do that. Hope you enjoy the Super Bowl. Thanks. I got the Niners winning 28-24. Go 49ers. Cool. And that's it. I knew it was going to be a 40. I knew it was going to be a 49er pick. He's not uh, buying into the magic of Patrick Mahomes, not at the expense of the 49ers. And that was Marco Martinez uh, from Clutch Gene Sports. We're going to take a quick timeout. Should we or should I stay here? Take a timeout? All right, I'll take the timeout here, and then we'll come back. It'll give us time for some predictions and menu items on your Super Bowl party. Uh, We'll be right back on the Bobby Curran Show, ESPN, Honolulu. Welcome back on this Aloha Friday. This is uh, two days before the Super Bowl. We have Sam on the line. Hey, Sam, how are you? 
Oh, Friday, Bobby. How are you? I'm good. I have a question. What What is Super Bowl fair? What is, or any kind of tailgate fair in Indianapolis or anywhere in Indiana? Well, what What do people like to eat there? What it, it can't be the same as everywhere else. Um, I mean, to be honest, with you, Bobby, I actually um, I, I would assume you know I would assume the regular hot dogs, hamburgers, you know, mid, mid, Midwest food in, in Indy. Um, that's, that's what I would that's what I would assume. But I was I was actually going to give you my, my little take on the uh, on a little Hawaiian Hawaiian uh, cuisine. Oh, yeah. We're going to do a little, 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 little hula hula chicken. We're going to do a little hula hula chicken. Uh, I'm going I'm to pick up actually tonight. Do a little two day marinade. That's the best way, in my opinion. You get a little green onions in there. You get a little you know show you brown sugar. With Worcestershire sauce, you know that two-day marinade chicken is soft as can be off the grill, and I'm gonna do a little uh, little pulao pula steak as well. Um, you know, a little rice, a little green salad, and it's gonna be it's gonna be top body. I'm excited. I bet that sounds good, actually. What's the beverage of choice in the Indianapolis? People, beer drinkers there, or wine, champagne? What do they What do they consume? Um, I'm, I'm a big IPA fan. So, oh yeah, you know, there you go. IPA, you can't go on with that. You know, my wife likes a little wine. Got the two of those, you're good to go. Good to how, go. how do you guys do it for for numbers? Do you like to have large group, small group? Where are you at? Uh, I keep it. I keep it immediate family. Not, nothing too crazy. You know, I got got immediate family coming over, some some close friends, maybe a group of like ten, fifteen, in my opinion. That's, that's, that's about the uh, that's about the outside edge for me. I just I don't like to get distracted when I'm watching. I really need to. I, agree. I need to watch the game. And I think if I the group gets too large, it becomes more difficult to do that. Yeah, so. yeah fo- focusing on what you, what you want to focus on. I get you. I get you. The uh, Who but, are you rooting for? Who are you picking? I mean, I think both great stories. I think it's going to come down to, uh, you know, if if uh, that defense of the Chiefs can, can keep it rolling like they have the last couple games. I mean, the Chiefs eat up uh, zone defense. You know, Kelsey and Mahomes love that, and that's what the Niners play. So I think that's going to be a good matchup. Um, I think it's going to come down to tight end matchup. I think Kelsey and Kittle. I mean, those those that's going to be fun Two to watch. Really my good opinion. ones. Yeah. My opinion, yeah. And then I think I think like uh, the previous caller said, it's going to be Chris McCaffrey. Right? He's been the Niners' workhorse all year. Yeah. So I think that guy's going to be a big factor, and it's going to be fun to watch for sure. I think Debo Samuel could have a impact on the eventual result. I agree. I He's mean, really explosive. Earlier when he was hurt in the season, the Niners kind of went a little skid. Yeah. So he's definitely crucial. But in my opinion, CMC is their MVP, if you ask me. You know, that guy they go Oh, I think him, probably you know? so, too, because he's just so reliable. And he stays healthy. That's yeah, the that's thing the about thing, it. Bobby. You don't see him with a long injury deal. I agree, which is wild. And the guy probably runs harder than anyone else in the league. But he stays healthy, which is crazy, you know? Some people would say the answer to staying healthy is running really hard. That you don't, when you let up a little, when you pull up, that's when guys get hurt. Yeah, that's true, Bob. That's true. I think regardless, man, both teams, they're here. They they deserve it. And, um, you know, let's see what happens. Would you consider, if the Colts were in the Super Bowl, would you consider making a pilgrimage? God, Bobby, that's a bucket list for me. I mean, I want to one one day. I'm going to take a trip to Lucas Oil and watch a watch a home game. That'd be incredible. Yeah, uh, I mean, since it's Vegas, potentially. But I mean, for me, I I couldn't see I mean, spending the bread like like they want for for tickets and whatnot. It'd be tough, but it'd be definitely a a, a thought for sure. I think that's a great idea. I think maybe you should think look into that. 
and because I don't think it's going to be forever. You're not going to have to wait 10 years before the Colts are in the Super Bowl. I, I th- don't think they're I think they're built for success. I think finally we got, we got the right pieces. We just need, like most teams, we need health. We need yeah. our boys to stay healthy, and that's it. But we're set with Coach, QB, you know, we got we got nice weapons. You know, the system's there. Yeah, I, I, I mean, like, like always, I'm excited, baby. I'm excited. Always what matters. You got to stay healthy. All right, Sam, enjoy the game. 52 minutes past the hour. If you have something, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, and I'm especially interested. I mean, when I think of a tailgate or, you know, a Super Bowl party, it centers around food. Is there a better place to have it than, than Hawaii? I would say... Two of my leading places to have it would be the Gulf Coast, Louisiana, uh, or or Hawaii. That would be my ideal. Someone said to me when I was in Arizona, "Hey, what are you gonna, you know, what would you like to eat, like, you know, for the Super Bowl?" I'm like, "Do they have like special food for Arizona? What are you gonna eat? I mean, come on, really." Uh, I don't. I'm not big on uh, desert food. Desert food. I don't need it. I don't need insects. I don't, I just, that doesn't appeal to me much. So in Arizona, when I was there uh, for the Super Bowl, it was pretty, it was pretty routine. I mean, I had a couple of friends come over and it was, uh, you know, because I wasn't going anywhere at that point. But it was, uh, you know, there wasn't anything special, I can tell you that, in terms of food. And uh, L.A. Ralph is on the line. What's up, Ralph? Morning, Bobby. What's going um, on? Hey, you know, um, over all these years, main thing about the food, get them done before the game. You know, I like the hype before the game, watching that while a barbecue or something, but it's mostly, uh, you know, uh, enjoying it with people who know football and watch every play. Yep. You know what I mean? I and totally agree. Yeah, and if I lay off the rice, I'm going to drink my carbs that day. All right, there you go. Yeah, that's the way to go. And I tell you, you know what? I think it's on Shanahan because if he puts it in Purdy's hands, Niners going down. They gotta keep keep it in CMC, Debo, and Ayuk. Yeah, and what, then, what, you know, what you about know, Kittles? Him too. Him too, yeah, man. Okay. Every, you know, it's his play calling. That's why sometimes you know he he puts it on Purdy too much, and you know things go down. They barely win, but you know. I don't know, man. NFL, you know. I just hope he doesn't outthink himself like he did when he right. was with Atlanta. Right. I mean, that's you can he... outsmart yourself. And that's the one thing Andy Reid doesn't seem to do. Yep, he, you yep. know, he doesn't make those mistakes. Maybe that's the the veteran leadership that he shows. But I'll tell you who seems to be right along that plan is uh, – Mahomes, he doesn't look like he needs to rush it. He just wants to yeah. win the game. Yeah, exactly. I yep. think I think I don't really have. I like both of these teams, so I don't have a tremendous rooting interest. I, but what I really want to see is a clo- good, close game. I don't want to see a yep. blowout. That would really bug me. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be that. It's going to come down to. You know, a couple, you know, plays, you know, McCaffrey making a couple plays or Pacheco or Kelsey. One or two plays going to make this Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be in the 49 on Man Cave. So I think we're going to hear some fireworks down in Eva. All right. So, so cool. Thank you for calling. Uh, L.A. Ralph on the line. Uh, that was great. If, do we have time? I don't even know if I have time for another one uh, call. But if you have, 
Huh? Minute and a half? Yeah, you give it a shot if you want to. I'd love to hear what you do. And he, I thought, well, I loved L.A. Ralph's comment that he's going to drink his carbs. There you go. You got to love it. That's that's a Super Bowl, and uh, I suppose for most people that would be. I, I think that my experience has been the men are more interested in the liquid carbs, and the women way more interested in the food. So that may that may just be the people I know, but that's generically I would say that's about how it works. And uh, but I do admire the people who really put it out for the great food, and when it's here, so you can get it if people want to take some time. And uh, I know that I'm going to have some wings, I'm going to have some seafood, and I'm going to talk to my wife about maybe some gumbo. That'd be great. That would do it for me. And uh, we're about out of time, I think, are we? Okay. And uh, it gives us a chance. You make your prediction. This is your final prediction, your final chance to make it. What are you, what are you going to give me a score? I'm probably going Chiefs 31, 49ers 24. Wow. I, I, I think on the last day here I'm going to switch. I'm going to switch to the 49ers. I I have that wariness about Patrick Mahomes, about picking against him, but I think I am going to pick uh, the 49ers. I think it'll be close. I think uh, I kind of like what uh, maybe 27-21. I think that's where I'm going with that. And that's going to do it. Have a great Super Bowl weekend. Hope you get to tomorrow night's uh, Rainbow Warrior basketball game. For Tanner Hayworth, from all of us at ESPN Honolulu, I'm Bobby Curran. Aloha.